This podcast is made available for free globally. That is only possible through my relationships with advertising partners. If you would like to access an ad-free version of Practical Stoicism, go to stoicismpod.com forward slash members to learn more. I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often, so stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify today and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Seed DSO-1 is a daily symbiotic, which is a probiotic and prebiotic formulated to provide benefits for gut immune function and whole body health. I take it every morning before I eat, which is when it works the best, and I have noticed a big difference in my digestion, regularity, and even my skin. It's nice that this benefit comes in a small package that needs no refrigeration and really is just a couple of simple small pills. You also get this cool little travel vial in case you're traveling so you don't have to stuff a bunch of loose pills in your pocket, which is nice. It's also nice that this product is so rigorously tested from a scientific perspective, which makes seeds probiotic research, development, and innovation programs a lot more trustworthy. So trust your gut health to Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com forward slash practical and use code 25practical to get 25% off of your first month. That's 25% off of your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com forward slash practical with the code 25 practical. Good morning for Coptown. Wowie, wowie. I didn't actually expect us to be releasing episodes this week, but as luck or fate would have it, the local Apple store did have the computer we needed in stock, which was very fortunate. So here we are, much earlier than expected, returning to our regularly scheduled production schedule. We are going to start experimenting with social audio, but we are probably going to keep it to the Discord. So following this episode, I would like to invite you into the Discord at, let's say, 12 noon U.S. Mountain Time for a follow-up discussion about this episode. We will use Discord's stages feature so that we can actually talk to each other, not just have to type, and we can see how follow-ups to these episodes go. It might be cool to have a bunch of you jump in and give your feedback and thoughts on each episode of the week or whenever you feel like giving feedback or thoughts on the episodes. 
So as always, there's a link in the show notes to join our Discord community, which is free and has just recently crossed 600 people, which is exciting. And I hope to see you in there around noon, my time, again, U.S. Mountain. Pop in there every day. We'll do it every day this week. Today's meditation comes from book one. It is meditation number nine, and it reads as follows. Not to be constantly telling people or writing them that I'm too busy, unless I really am. Similarly, not to be always ducking my responsibilities to the people around me because of pressing business. Boy, oh boy, I'm sure we can all relate to this one. And even if not right now, today, certainly in the past. How many times have we told the lie of other plans or general busyness to get out of something we just plain old didn't want to do? Oh, I'd love to help you move next weekend, Pete, but I'm swamped at work, and if I don't get it done, man, I'll be in big trouble. I think we've all pulled some version of that at some point in our lives, especially relative to moving. Who likes to help friends move? You just pray that you're out of town when your friends move, right? It's never a fun experience. Another form of this might be to leave text messages unread, even though we've seen the preview text and we know enough at that point, just based on that preview text, to be absolutely sure of what the rest of that message contains, and we don't open it because we don't want the other person to know that we've seen it because we're going to pretend later that we didn't see their invitation to the bar, club, or other thing we didn't want to do tonight. We will do this with phone calls too, won't we? Oh, I don't want to pick that up. It's Dave. He's going to ask me to XYZ, and I'm just too busy. And in reality, we're not busy at all, right? We just don't want to deal with Dave because we're tired of Dave. And so we're dishonest about the reasons that we just don't want to pick up the phone. And we are so dishonest, in fact, that we tell ourselves that we're too busy, even though we know that we're not. We're just not interested and we're uncomfortable with the idea of telling Dave the truth. Why is that? Why do you think we feel compelled to make up reasons we can't do something or excuses for why we don't want to do something? instead of just being honest with others and with ourselves? Is it because honesty might force us to admit that we aren't busy at all? That we're just being lazy, maybe, or antisocial? Are we worried it will make us a poor friend, or sibling, or son, or daughter? I can explore my own reasoning a bit here, and maybe that will be of some use. When I ignore a text, it's mostly to do with a sort of anxiety related to commitment. And I'm actually terrible at this. I currently have unread texts that date back as far as last Wednesday. That's five days ago. I have voicemails I haven't even listened to since January. My dad called me three weeks ago, and I only just texted him back yesterday. Texted him back, didn't call him back. And when I talk about an anxiety surrounding commitment, I suppose that might sound a little bit dramatic, but that is what it feels like. Some of it is that I'm too busy. And that the thought of doing even one more thing, answering a text or checking a voicemail, mentally exhausts me to the point I'd rather go to bed than answer another email or phone call or text message. It's not about who it's from or even really what they're asking me to do. It's just that it's from someone whom I'm not currently beholden to, and I feel beholden to a lot of people lately. So part of it is that I'm busy. But if I'm being honest, that's not the largest part of it. The largest part is that I feel burned out. And you probably do too. I mean, think of the last few years. They have been bonkers, right? For most people. A global shutdown, a shift to being perpetually at home, whether for work or play, 
uncertainty in the markets, and everywhere we look, there seems to be a new challenge waiting in the wings to see if this time might be the time we finally break down and give up. My life personally has felt like that since my house flooded in the spring of 2019, and it's just been challenge after challenge ever since. Not necessarily always life or death challenges, of course, but ever-present ones. I feel like the last few years of my life have been something like a slapstick comedy hour on loop or repeat. I step on a rake, it hits me in the face, I fall back into a pond, I stand up and grab something to pull myself out, but it breaks and I fall back into the pond, and then when I get out, I step on that damn rake again and I do this animated tumble into a dumpster that begins rolling downhill towards a nitroglycerin plant. Sometimes that scene seems more relevant to me than the oft-repeated stoic metaphor of a dog tied to a cart. I feel more like a dog tied to a clown car, driven by a psychopathic rally car champion, intent on making as many insane turns as possible and only stopping long enough for me to be thrown teeth first into his bumper by some sort of forward-moving centrifugal force. So sometimes I don't pick up the phone because I perceive my life as moving too quickly, as having no time for anything, as being too chaotic to make room for anything else. But that's not true, though, is it? Life can always get busier and it can always get harder. And most of us, if not all of us, are more fortunate than we're looking to admit. I see this something like when people say they don't have time to work out. They do. They absolutely do. But they genuinely feel that they don't. And asking them to work out is something like shaming them for not taking the one free hour they might have a day to do nothing and using it to effort even more than they already are just to survive. Instead of laying in bed and watching Netflix or funny videos, because who doesn't need a little escape from that psychopathic, clown car driving, rally car champion? But here's what I would like to challenge you with today, and I'll challenge myself as well. Make some time for something natural in your life, something that includes you and someone else that isn't your spouse, your children, or someone else you already see all the time. Start small. For just one hour a week, as an example, find an hour to spend with a friend or a family member you know you should see more often, or spend it calling family members or friends you've been out of touch with for too long. Ask them how they're doing. Tell them how you're doing. Reconnect with them. Do this every week for a month. Relearn how to be connected with people and experiences that aren't work or struggle. Relearn how to be a person who isn't always tripping over rakes or falling into ponds. I can tell you from personal experience, the only way to get out is to invite people in. So the next time the phone rings, pick it up. And thanks for listening today. Again, if you'd like to follow up on this episode, join our Discord community at stoicismpod.com forward slash Discord. It is free. We just crossed 600 members last week, and there are plenty of people in there on a daily basis to talk to and learn from. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, take care. 